Can you swim? Good. Because you're going on a journey to the deepest point of the Pacific Ocean. Now put on your flippers. The very bottom of the Mariana Trench is awaiting. Now get in the water. Really? Come on! All right. One foot underwater. That's the depth you can swim with no special gear like a mask. Hey, look! Must be some tourists. Or whales. 10 feet underwater. That's a little deeper than the public pools and beaches around the United States. You can see colorful fish and even photoplankton that feed on the sun's rays. 26 feet down. This is the depth at which the foundations of the floating city of Venice in Italy stand. Builders laid columns at that depth on which they later built houses and streets. 30 feet underwater. You start to feel a lot of pressure. When you're on the surface, you're under atmospheric pressure, 15 pounds per square inch. But here, at 30 feet, that pressure is doubled. All the air pockets in your body, like your lungs or ears, begin to compress from this pressure, giving you discomfort. But no worries, your organs are soft and elastic, so you can keep diving. 40 feet underwater. Oops, you're running out of air. An average person can hold their breath for 30 to 90 seconds. The current record is an incredible 24 minutes and 37 seconds. Gasp. Okay, you'll need some diving equipment to continue your descent. There you go. Thank you very much. (laughs) Tourists dive to this depth to look at reefs and corals. You don't need special skills for that, but you can't dive any deeper without training or a license. 45 feet down. Be careful. There's sharks swimming here looking for food, like you. (laughs) Sometimes tourists descend to this depth in a safe cage to see the sharks up close. You're better off staying away from these predators and not attracting their attention. So make sure you're not wearing any bright and shiny jewelry. Sharks love that kind of thing. 62 feet underwater. You could see the Aquarius Reef Base Lab in Florida at this depth, if you were in Florida. It's really an entire building with rooms for exploring the seafloor, accessible through a hatch. 105 feet down, you see a strange bell hanging from a chain. People used to use these things for deep diving about 400 years ago. They'd lower a bell on chains with divers inside from a ship. There was enough air inside the bell for them to breathe. That way, they could explore sunken ships with treasures. 140 feet. At this depth, you could find an entire sunken city in Qianda Lake, China. You can still see streets, houses, and temples there. 330 feet. Whoa! You almost hit a huge blue whale. How could you miss it? These guys, the size of two train cars, usually dive to that depth. Shh! Let's listen to them sing for a while. It's beautiful! Now, let's keep going. 660 feet. This is where most of the ocean life ends. Sun rays hardly penetrate any deeper into the water. Everything below are unusual fish like this angler. They have such an unusual appearance because they have to adapt to the high pressure here. 702 feet underwater. This is the last mark where you'd see a human without diving equipment. This man holds the title of the deepest man on Earth, and he's the only one who has managed to get to this depth. The water pressure on his body here was 20 times greater than that on the surface. 985 feet. Ooh, what was that sound? Whoa, that's a submarine. That's the maximum depth they can dive to. Some of them can reach speeds of 26 miles per hour. 
Fun fact, an ostrich can run twice as fast, but she can't swim. 1,090 feet. Say bye to this scuba diver. You won't see them any deeper than this. The world record was set in the Red Sea. It only took the diver 12 minutes to reach this depth. But it took him a whole 15 hours to return to the surface to avoid decompression sickness. So now you get an atmospheric deep diving suit. It's completely sealed, and you won't feel the insane water pressure on your body in it. 1,454 feet. If you stuck the Empire State Building in the water, its tip would be here. And all the carpet inside of it would be wet. 2,300 feet down. The water pressure here is 70 times greater than on the surface. The flexible plastic parts of your suit can't withstand that kind of pressure. So here's some urgent delivery. It's an ultra-deep submersible. Now you can continue your dive all the way down. 2,717 feet. Here you'd see the tip of the tallest building on Earth, the Burj Khalifa. Alright, who's sinking all the tall buildings around here? 5,387 feet. This is the depth of one of the oldest and deepest lakes in the world, Lake Baikal. Its area is slightly larger than the entire country of Belgium. 8,040 feet. That's the record depth the Perdido oil platform reaches in the Gulf of Mexico. And its above-water part with three decks is almost as high as the Eiffel Tower. 11,962 feet. This is the average depth of the Atlantic Ocean. You can see a huge tube as wide as a giraffe's neck. And it just seems to be endless. True, this cable connected Europe and North America and used to serve for telegraph communications. 12,303 feet underwater. Suddenly, in the darkness, you see the outline of a ship. No way! That's the Titanic itself! The intense water pressure would crush a person at this depth. So you can only dive down to the Titanic in a submarine. 13,123 feet. Whoa! Here would be the end of the deepest mine in the world, Imponen Gold Mine in Africa. But you still have deeper places to go. Let's speed up. 20,000 feet. Here you can see the deepest debris of an old ship. The USS Johnson sank more than 70 years ago. You can still clearly see the number 557 on its bow. 26,200 feet. Here, in this total darkness, you'll find the deepest fish in the world the Mariana snailfish. They're as long as a domestic kitten and have almost transparent skin. Their eyes are poorly developed for vision because the sunlight never reaches this deep. 29,030 feet. If you take Mount Everest, flip it over, and stick it into the Mariana's Trench, this is exactly where you'd see its tip. Even though this is the highest point on our planet, you'd still have a lot deeper to go. 35,755 feet down. Here, in the Challenger Deep, you'd still see life. You'd need a microscope for that, though. Bacteria living here feed on organic molecules, similar to oil. A little deeper? Congrats! You've touched the bottom. It's 36,070 feet deep. The pressure here is 1,071 times higher than on the surface. But you're not the first person to have been here. One of the last expeditions to the bottom of the Mariana Trench was in 2012. An American filmmaker descended here in a submarine he designed himself. But the pressure broke some of the engines, so it was hard for him to maneuver here. The sonar was also damaged, and some of the batteries drained. He was in the Challenger Deep for about 3 hours and took many pictures and videos. 
If you look closely at the bottom itself, you can see bubbles. It's carbon dioxide and liquid sulfur. It's freezing here because of the extreme pressure and temperature close to freezing. But there's still life here in these harsh conditions. The three microorganisms are most common here. Xenophyophores, amphipods, and small sea cucumbers. There's so few of them because they don't have enough food down here. Usually, there's a lot of palm leaves on the ocean floor, which get there from the land. But the Mariana Trench is 124 miles from the nearest islands. So the only food here is old plankton and fish scales from the ocean's upper layers. But it needs to travel tens of thousands of feet to become food for the bottom dwellers. You work in a large nature reserve that's home to more than a thousand species of animals. At night, you drive through the territory in a jeep to see if everything's okay. Most of the animals are sleeping. Suddenly, you hear the monkeys screaming. They jump from branch to branch. A herd of horses runs out of the forest. They look worried too. You hear many animals crying. Looks like some unknown strange thing has woken up and horrified the whole reserve. You see a flash in the night sky. It's a meteorite, and it's flying right towards you. You get in the car, hit the gas, and drive away as far as possible. The space rock falls right in front of you and throws your vehicle to the side. You pass out. The fallen meteorite emits some strange yellow energy. You're inside an overturned car, unconscious. All the animals have calmed down. Thousands of them silently approach the meteorite. Its energy envelops you and all the animals around. The more energy comes out, the smaller the space stone becomes. By the morning, the meteorite dissolves in the air. It has absorbed the animal powers and passed them on to you. You wake up in the grass near the car, surrounded by several people. These are the reserve employees and some guys in black suits. They study the crater in the ground and ask you what happened. You tell them about the meteorite and they order you to go with them. One of them grabs you tightly by the shoulder. You don't like it and you want to break out. Two men in black are holding you. You get angry and feel your muscles increase and your skin becomes covered with fur. You quickly push the men away and roar. Your nails have turned into claws. You've received a bear's powers. Now you're just as strong and fierce. Agents in black are following you. You run away into the forest. You want to be faster and feel your spine changing its shape. Now you're running very fast on all fours. You've got the power of a cheetah, the fastest animal on Earth. You're hiding in the forest. The agents are far behind you. You hear a helicopter from above. It shines a bright spotlight beam. Oh no, they've noticed you. Agents use a megaphone to ask you to stop. But you know what awaits you. Labs, experiments, life in a cage. You've seen a lot of movies about it, so you won't just give up. You run out of the forest. They release darts at you. You quickly run to a large lake and dive inside. Webbing has grown on your arms and legs. Your feet are like flippers. Your legs fuse into one big tail, and you are now a walrus. You quickly swim across the lake and come ashore on the other side. Several cars and motorcycles are circling the lake to catch up with you. There's another forest ahead, but this time it's too dense. There's not enough space to develop great speed, but you can get the strength of a monkey. Your hands get longer and your fingers become stronger. You jump up a tree. 
climb to the top and inspect the reserve. You need to go south and get to a small town to eat and drink. After a couple of hours, you reach the reserve's border. Now you have to jump over a high fence. Your legs are getting strong. You jump like a kangaroo, but it's not high enough. You fall to the ground. The helicopter catches up to you. You get lizard powers. You get sticky scales on your palms. You quickly climb the concrete wall and jump to the other side. You find yourself in the tall grass. Agents are coming to you from all sides. You're thinking about a snake. Your arms and legs fuse with your body. Now you can crawl. You pass all the people and find yourself on the road. You see a car in the distance. Raise your hand and ask it to stop. Oh no, it's the agent's vehicle. They surround you. The searchlight from the helicopter is shining right on you. You have nowhere to go. But you don't really have to go. Your clothes tear on your back. Huge wings grow out of your shoulder blades. You rise into the air. It's pretty cold here, but the feathers on your body protect you from the wind. Great, you can fly. It's incredible. Ouch! You feel like someone has pinched you from behind. It's a dart. They got you. You want to sleep and fly down. You make a hard landing near a small wooden house. Agents are running after you. You get the powers of another animal and pass out. People in black are searching the house territory, but can't find you. Maybe the dart with the sleeping pill didn't work on you. After a few minutes, they leave. Meanwhile, you're sleeping peacefully against the wall of the house. At the last second, you managed to get chameleon powers. You merged with the wall and became invisible. You sleep for a couple more hours. The dawn breaks. A rusty rover pulls into the yard. Some old man and a dog come out of there. It runs up to you and starts licking your face. The old man realizes that there's an invisible person in front of him. You come to your senses and tell the old man what happened to you. The first thing you feel is some heaviness around your body, as if you're sleeping under a soft but weighted blanket. It feels nice, and you're too lazy to do anything. Fortunately, you gather enough strength to move the blanket. You open your eyes, and it's weird. You're surrounded by some blue glow. You want to rub your eyes and discover that you have tentacles instead of hands. How about skipping the part where you're terrified and can't believe you've turned into the Kraken? After a couple of days of existential horror, panic, and total madness, you finally calm down. Now, let's figure out what it's like to be the most terrifying ocean monster. So, that heavy blanket is water pressure. It's colossal at the depth where you're hiding. Few living beings can withstand it. Take a passenger car down there, and it will burst apart under the heavy weight of the water. But you're the Kraken. You're more powerful than any car. Your body doesn't collapse in such conditions. Your thick elastic skin can withstand any pressure, and strong muscles allow you to move freely here. And here's the thing with the blue glow. You're so deep down that sunlight almost doesn't penetrate here. It's hard to tell where's up and down because of the water pressure. But fortunately, you have huge eyes that, like the lenses of a telescope, catch the light coming from the surface. An ordinary person can't see anything except darkness at this depth. But you have something like a night vision device built into your eyes, so you see this blue glow. There's almost nothing at this depth. 
It's only endless, heavy emptiness. You can see a few fish and several wrecks of sunken ships. The sea creatures you meet here are pretty unusual. These are anglers and all sorts of transparent squid. Come to think of it, giant squid are your only friends here, and you're like a king to them. In general, hanging out close to the ocean floor is pretty boring. You sleep and eat, that's all. It would be best if you swam higher to get more snacks. You rise, and the water around you becomes brighter. More and more sunlight reaches this place, and you finally meet other inhabitants of the ocean. Turtles, sharks, jellyfish, octopuses, and stingrays dart away as soon as they notice you. All of them except jellyfish. They don't care. You look for a place to eat and notice a shoal of fish. Great, here's lunch. Um, yum, 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 yum. After you've eaten, you stay there, scaring fish and dolphins just for fun. You like the way you can control your tentacles. You have 10 of them. It's impossible to put into words what you feel, but imagine that the fingers on your hands have become huge like pool cues. And it's incredible. You can extend your tentacles to be as long as a passenger Boeing. Also, you have suction cups on them. You can grab anything so tightly that no creature will slip away from you. Thanks to the tentacles, you swim fast. First, you move them in different directions, then press them together, propelling yourself forward. Strong streams of water that you create push all the fish aside. You notice a blue whale. It's the largest mammal in the world. But next to you, it looks like a puppy. So you swim, eat, scare fish and other marine creatures, and that's it. Your life is kind of boring. And how long will it last? A hundred years? A thousand? You want to have some fun. So you swim up to the surface and get almost blinded by bright sunlight. You try to get used to it. The water is quiet. There's no wind. You look around and notice a tiny dot ahead. Wow, it's a large wooden fishing ship with sails. Finally, you'll have some fun. You can't wait to see people and tell them about yourself. So you're happily swimming toward it. But if someone was watching you, you'd probably look pretty scary. You get stuck in a fishing net. It's thin. So you easily tear it apart and rise to the surface. The people on the deck are terrified. They scream and run in different directions. Hey guys, where are you going? I just want to hang out with you. They seem so small. Fishers throw harpoons and axes at you, but you don't feel any pain. You put one tentacle on the wooden deck and accidentally break it. The whole ship is fragile, like a matchbox. Okay, it's better not to touch it. You turn around and accidentally flip the ship over. All the people that were on board are now in the water. Fortunately, you have enough tentacles to save them all. You catch every fisher and see the horror in their eyes. Someone even faints. You put the ship back on the water and help the people return to the deck. Then you push the boat away and swim toward land. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.